This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hey, everybody. Welcome to How To Tuesday this week on the Tom Rowland Podcast. That is brought to you by Black Rifle Coffee. We're glad you're here. And today we're going to talk about something that is really important as it comes to planning your fishing trip. A lot of us plan a fishing trip and dream about that fishing trip for months and months before we do it, maybe even years. And you do all the right things. You get all the right rods. You get all the right flies, you get all the right lures, you know that it's probably going to be hotter than forecasted, so you're going to make sure you have the right clothes, of course, or if you're going to a cold destination, you know it's going to be colder, windier, wetter than you expect, so you're going to pack extra clothes, you're going to make sure that you buy all the right stuff, you're going to do all this research, but one place that a lot of people don't do any research and don't pay any attention to is how to prepare for that trip physically. Uh, Jocko Lucas is someone that I really enjoy talking to. I value his opinion because he's been a guide in the Seychelles. He has done all of these really amazing travel trips where he goes to the jungle or to all these different places as a pioneer or as a trip host. And all of this gives him a lot of experience of seeing how anglers fail. Maybe fail in the health in the health department. Maybe they get sick. Maybe they aren't really prepared for the trip. Maybe it's clothes. Maybe it's whatever. But I like to talk to him about these things because I, like you, plan fishing trips. And when I plan a fishing trip, I think about it all the time. I just want to go. I want to go to the ends of the earth and search for all these different fish that I've never caught before. It's been great. I've been able to do some great trips to Australia and Christmas Island and all over the Caribbean, and, and it's fantastic. I love it. Not just in hot places, but up to Canada and Alaska too. And 
all of that gives me a little bit of experience of knowing that no matter how well you plan the trip, there's going to be some things that are unexpected. And some of the unexpected things can be the physicality of what it is that you're getting ready to do whether you're going to have to stand for long periods of time or whether you're going to have to cast a 12 weight in the blazing hot sun for a long time. Are you prepared for that? Could you prepare yourself better as you're doing all this research on the clothes that you're going to take and the, and the, the flies that you're going to have and where you're going to fish and what you're going to do? Could you prepare your body in 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 advance for this trip. And Jocko and I talk about this in a full-length podcast, and this How-To Tuesday is a snippet of that full-length podcast. So you can go and find that full-length podcast if you would like. It was just recently, in the last couple of weeks, we did this podcast on arapaima fishing. And I know that fishing in the jungle can be tough with um, heat, water conditions, bugs, all kinds of things. But throwing a 12 weight for five hours at a time can also be tough. And that's what Jocko and I start talking about here. In And it leads us into a good conversation on just preparedness for any trip, whether it's in the hot, it's in the cold. What are things that you can do to prepare your body for the rigors of this trip that you've been looking forward to for so long. And that's what we're going to talk about. If you would like to go back and find this podcast, I certainly welcome you to. Jocko's been on the podcast twice, so you can look at at both of those. Also, I talk about some things that have helped me in this department as as it comes to uh, traveling long periods of time, whether that's flying to Australia or being on a lot of different airplanes and then getting on a bus and then doing whatever, maybe walking, carrying stuff, whatever that may be, sometimes your body gets put into some positions that it really doesn't like. And I have learned some stretches that have helped me greatly. We've had someone on the podcast that has helped me with these stretches uh, more than anyone else, and that is Joe Hippensteel. And you can also go back and find the Joe Hippensteel podcast where we go in depth into each of these different stretches, also in depth into why and how and how it helps you and why you should know these things. Um, you can go back and look on your own. You can go to TomRollandPodcast.com and find all of the old podcasts, or we'll have these linked in the show notes. So we'll have the, the links to the Jocko podcast, and we'll also have links to the Joe Hippensteel podcast. So right now, we're going to start talking and pick up this conversation where we talk to Jocko Lucas about how he trains for his fishing trips to increase his stamina, his resilience, his durability, and his ability to just stay out there and keep casting despite the conditions, whether that's cold, whether it's hot, whatever that may be. So pour yourself a cup of Black Rifle coffee like I have right here and get ready for a great conversation with Jaco Lucas on how to prepare for your dream fishing trip. Just one last thing I wanted to add with that, to like getting sick and stuff. And, and there's like, I, I admire you because I look at your social media a lot when it comes to fitness and stuff. But if you do these kind of trips, like the Arapaima and the Payara and the jungle stuff and all the saltwater stuff that we've spoken about before, being fit and being uh, in good shape for these trips 
will make the trip 100% better. If you, like, I mean, like I said, we, we went through periods of casting a 12 weight nonstop for three, four hours before you got a hookup. Um, and then you got to be sharp too. Like when that thing eats it, you got to be like a trigger. You got to just be into that thing immediately. Um, and that like all that, that just that fitness being healthy, um, goes so, so much get, will get you just that, that extra, just bit of oomph to land that fish of a lifetime. Are you, would you, um, or is there anything that you would suggest like, 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 um, activity specific type things that somebody could do before they go on a trip like that? Um, like what do you do to train for, like, to get ready for, it sounds funny to train for a fishing trip, but you know, a lot of people don't know, man, you're standing in the, in, yeah. in the, in the jungle, it is literally like the surface of the sun and you're casting a 12 weight for, for five hours at a time. And you you know, you only have like three or four days here. So you're trying to make the, yeah. the most of it, but what are the kind of things that you think are like functional fitness for that, that type of a trip? Yeah. So, so I'm personally trying to trying to cut some weight a little bit again, but I think if you can get your stamina up and do quite a bit of cardio um, with it, it may be. I mean, uh, I mean, I mean, I've tried CrossFit a lot before, and that's heck of a hard. But that definitely helps with your with with everything when it comes to especially stamina and having that resilience and just keep going through the whole whole of a day. And, uh, I think the, the first thing people can do is if they're not, maybe I'm a big guy. So, um, just losing a little bit of weight, uh, already just helps carrying less weight when you, when you're walking to a place or all that stuff. Um, I personally, just as much as I absolutely despise running or doing like, uh, even if it's on a treadmill or doing stairs, or then, um, I'm, I'm getting back into some, uh, some training now with my wife at the gym, just literally doing all sorts of body movements, having, um, getting, getting the body in shape, but also stretching and all that mm -hmm. stuff to make myself just feel comfortable. Like I, I just get reach a specific point where I'm, where I'm picking up weight where I'm like, man, I'm uncomfortable now. This trip's going to be terrible because I'm, I don't feel good. And then I just kind of kick down some weight and stuff and just get a little bit of fit and get that cardio kicking in. And that, that just makes, makes the whole trip easier. Yeah. And that's a really good point. The, the stretching for me is like huge. It's, it's so, so important, but what, what I think of, of, you know, it's important to like be flexible and be mobile and to increase your, your flexibility. But it's also important to know, like when your lower back is hurting, this particular stretch helps. When, when you feel super tight in your hamstrings, this is what you should do. When your neck is bothering you, this is what you should do. Because when you're sitting on an airplane for all of that time, you're traveling like to these places, like we're talking about, you said you went from Austin to Atlanta, to down here, to up there. Then you get on a bus and you're, you are, traveling for a day and a half to two days, you need to have like some, a go-to little, little 15 to 20 minute little routine that you can do that you, you know, you do these, these particular stretches and it undoes all of that sitting and all of that, that, that poor position. Like when you're sitting on a bus bouncing around for, for three hours, when you're crossing across Costa Rica or you're growing, you know, into, into some jungle, you can undo that if you know what to do. And it's not like you can just take a card down there and be like, okay, I just touch my toes and I do this. <laughs> it's like, you, that needs to be this, this, this habit that you're in for months before you get there so that 
when you when you get in these situations or you sleep in a terrible bed or you know something happens you have this go to five or six different stretches that you can do and you'll feel like you'll feel normal again where in somebody else the whole time they're like man my neck is killing me from that bed but they don't know what to do to undo that and it's really you know there are stretches that you can do and there's there's ways that you can you can get yourself back to normal and if you are supple and flexible to begin with when you sleep on that bad bed and then you stretch the next day even if it's for 10 or 15 minutes it's not as bad as when you sleep on that bad bed, you don't know what to do, then you sleep on it again, and you do that for four or five nights, and now you travel home. And, man, you're just not right for two weeks afterwards. You need yeah. to go to the chiropractor. or And that's what a lot of people do is they, they go to the chiropractor, which is a fine thing to do. Chiropractors work perfectly. Or they go to yoga class, and they're just kind of going through the movements, but they're not paying attention enough to where they can do it themselves and know like yeah. this is a stretch for this this is the stretch for this when my back hurts i do this when my neck hurts i do this and you can you can really get into it's like a tackle box of of yeah. things that you can do to undo the the bad stuff i, th I think a lot of people again I, I use your example because you're a savage when it comes to the exercise <laughs> stuff but uh when when I think the fitter you become and more, uh, I think fit people that are really good at exercise and stuff become more in tune with their body. Like they know, okay, this is not working for me. Or this is like you said, exactly. Step by step, you understand your body more because if you're overweight and you don't feel good, you're never going to feel good. Like everything is going to be aching and paining and stuff. But if you're, if you're in tune and you fit and you go like, okay, this is sore, then you can try and adapt to that. But that's why I think it's it's so critical. I don't think you can mention that enough from every aspect of life because then you'll just be in general good in a good place.